0: Well, 50 years of failed eco-predictions, eco-apocalyptic predictions. In other words, the sky is going to 50 years. And this climate change stuff, we're supposed to destroy our society. The media are now fully behind it. I'm going to get into that in a minute. There's so much to get into today. Just stay with me. Stay with me. And over at the uh, CEI, Competitive Enterprise Institute, another great organization, they catalog this. I just want you to be aware of this. Since the 1960s, they've been predicting climate and environmental disaster on the left. None of the predictions with due dates have come true, none of them. And what follows is a collection of notably wild predictions from notable people in government and science. This collection shows that the makers of failed apocalyptic predictions often are individuals holding respected positions in government and science. And then when they have these failures, they're almost never revisited. 1974, you've heard of this one. The Guardian January 29, 1974 Another Ice Age Question Mark Time Magazine June 24, 1974 Ozone Depletion A Great Peril to Life Hasn't Happened 1976 The Cooling From NASA 1980 Acid Rain Kills Life in the lake Source New York Times Book Review, July 18, 1976. Didn't happen. Noblesville Ledger, April 9, 1980. Acid rain kills. I said that. All right. 1978. No sighted end to 30-year cooling trend. Associated Press, September 6, 1990. Then we continue. I'm just looking at the list. It's so damn long here. But according to NASA satellite data, there's slight warming trends since 1979. Sourced, DrRoySpencer.com. 1988. James Hansen forecasts increased regional drought in 1990s. He's one of the top NASA scientists. But the last really dry year in the Midwest was 1988. Recent years have been record wet. Washington, D.C., days over 90 degrees, from 35 to 85. But the number of hot days in Washington area peaked in 1911, and they've been declining ever since, realclimatescience.com. 1988, Maldives completely underwater in 30 years. Source, Agency France Press, 1988. Well, obviously it's not. 1989, Rising Seas to Obliterate Nations by 2000, the Associated Press, June 30, 1989. New York City's West Side Highway, Underwater by 2019. These are all news outlets, so we'll just continue with the titles. 1995 to present, Climate Model Failure, CEI points that out. March 22,000. All right, I'll point them out. The Independent. Children won't know what snow is. The Guardian. December 23, 2002. Famine in 10 years. Well, that was 17 years ago. The Guardian. February 21, 2004. Britain to have Siberian climate by 2020. Now, of course, there are going to be heat waves, as we know. Associated Press, June 24, 2008. Arctic will be ice-free by 2018. It's not ice-free. 2008, Al Gore warns of ice-free Arctic by 2013. But it's still there. 2009, Prince Charles says only eight years to save the planet, the independent. Well, it's ten years later. 2009, UK Prime Minister says 50 days to save the planet from catastrophe. That was the Independent, October 20, 2009. Again, Arctic ice-free by 2014, USA Today, December 14, 2009. It's not ice-free. The Guardian, July 24, 2013. Arctic ice-free by 2015. It never ends, does it? 2013, Arctic ice-free by 2016. So it's by 2014, by 2015, by 2016. This is The Guardian 2013, and obviously it's not. Only 500 days before climate chaos, 2014, the Washington Examiner. All BS. And yet we have climate change, you see, and... It's happening right before our eyes, and it's going to destroy the country as they try to push us into a socialistic economic system and destroy what's left of our constitutional system. And the media are very excited about this. Here's PJ Media, Jim Treacher. NBC News wants you to confess your climate sins. Do you ever get the feeling that climate change is a cult? Does it ever seem like its adherents are immune to reason as they vindictively lash out at anyone who questions their beliefs? Wouldn't it be nice if they just left you alone and let you live your life? Well, too bad. You live in 2019 and you use modern technology and conveniences. You eat food that actually tastes good. You're guilty and you need to confess, repent. That's right, NBC News has put up a page for what they're literally calling climate confessions. Climate confessions. Here's the log line. Even those who care deeply about the planet's future can slip now and then. Tell us, where do you fall short in preventing climate change? This is NBC News. Do you blast the air conditioning? Throw out half your lunch? Grill a steak every week? Share your anonymous confessions with NBC News. You believe this? And then they break, break this down into six categories. They have a chart. Submit your confession. Click or tap on a category where you fall short in preventing climate change. And here's the charts that you click. This is for the illiterates. Plastics, meat, energy, transportation, paper, food waste. And then they give you a few examples to get started for each category. Plastics. Use plastic bags instead of paper bags for groceries. I remember when you were told, don't use paper bags, save the trees, use plastics. Then we go to plastics. On several instances, I've thrown batteries, including car and motorcycle batteries, into the recycle bin to avoid paying for their disposal. Again, examples of confessions. To NBC News. Food waste. It's so much easier to dump my hazardous chemicals and waste oil in the yard or down the drain than to pay for proper recycling. I didn't know that was food waste. Did you, Mr. Producer? Nonetheless, there it is. Next category, energy. These are examples of confessions. Not of actual confessions, but an example of a confession that you might want to make. We set the air conditioner at 66 every night because we like to sleep cold. Then they have a sad face. Back to plastics. Why is there so much packaging? I use canvas bags, drink tap water, and don't use straws, plastic toothbrushes, etc. One more, plastics. I'd like to recycle more, especially since I drink 40 bottles of water a week. But the recycling truck comes on the day I sleep in. Now, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? And this, of course, is the religion of climate change, which has been wrong. Climate cooling, climate warming, climate change, man-made. It's been a a subterfuge to undermine our constitutional system, to undermine our capitalist system, and to create this almost zen-like support for this radical agenda which has as its purpose to destroy many of our freedom institutions in this country. I'll be right back.
2: Since its founding in
0: 1844, Hillsdale College has provided students with sound learning of the kind essential to preserving our civil and religious liberty. Now, I want to tell you about Imprimus Welcome to Hillsdale. There's not a lot more I can say about this climate change stuff this evening. It'll keep coming up. They'll keep lying about it. And we'll keep fending off their lies. But they really are attacking your lifestyle, progress. These are the real throwbacks from their economic perspectives. That you have too much stuff. That we really need to live with limited access to material goods, even, even go back to the good old days, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago, even though the population has expanded. And, of course, none of them live that way. So whatever you look at, the objective of the radical progressives that have now taken over almost completely the Democrat Party, uh, their objective is to destroy existing institutions, to destroy the basis for the nation's founding. You know New York Times and the others are working very hard at this to destroy our founding fathers and their reputations. They don't want you to go to the National Archives and look at the original one of the original Declaration of Independence or the original Constitution of the United States. They don't want you to do that in the Bill of Rights. they don't really want you to learn about American history they want you to learn about as many negatives as possible in the history of a country. And all country, of course, has negatives, but you're supposed to focus on the strengths. if you love your country. You have to destroy the founding. You have to destroy the Declaration, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights in order to remake this society. And those of you who've read Rediscovering Americanism and the Tyranny of Progressivism understand this or listen to this program for that matter climate change is merely one more example it is a very very powerful cudgel it's very appealing to the masses oh wait a minute I don't want the climate to change I don't want it to get too hot or to get too cold or to get too anything you know so all you have to do is change your way of life that's all just use less. What's the problem? And NBC's there pushing it. Every, virtually every news outlet's pushing it. And so they want to make it. They want to reach a point where you can't even challenge it. You can't even challenge it with science and knowledge and, and, and history. That you can't challenge it. This is what they're doing. They are they are mainstreaming a radical agenda. And I think what I'll do after the break is I'll dig into this ideology of the progressives a little bit more so you can understand this is all part and parcel of the same thing. They hate the Constitution because it's limiting on them. They hate the Declaration because it's limiting on them. And they are fundamentally transforming this country. To quote the not-so-great late president, excuse me, past president, Barack Milhouse, Benito Obama, who, by the way, Private jets, private yachts, multi-millions of dollars for doing nothing. Same with his sidekick, I mean his wife. Same thing. Alga, Isn't it amazing how all the Marxist socialists become enormously rich after they leave office? Isn't that amazing? The Obamas, Gore, the Clintons, they're all nitwits, but look how rich they are. Ray, Chicago, Illinois. Sirius Satellite. Go. Hi, Mark.
3: You're. Uh, I'm proud to be on speaking with you. Thank you. Uh, you're a great American. I got a couple points. Basically, you know, the climate is changing throughout history. It's. It's the argument the left is making is that it's man-made. But I point out a couple things. One thing is there was a study or some data about the Earth flows on its axis over these millions of years that slow and heated stuff up. I heard that somewhere. I I can't remember where.
0: Well, I can't vouch for that, but let me ask you a question. uh Uh-huh. If man is responsible for climate change, then how does man, and, and everything's blamed on it, earthquakes, right, tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, well, then maybe these same people, politicians and scientists, one and the same when it comes to this, maybe they can tell us how to stop these things. And don't tell me eat less hamburgers. Right. So, so yeah. if we're that if we're that knowledgeable about what's causing all these things, tell us how to stop. Well, stop using the car. So if you stop using a car, that'll stop earthquakes. This isn't knowledge. This isn't science. This is idiocy. It's insanity. And NBC's pushing it, CNN's pushing it, the New York Times. Why are they pushing it? They're pushing it because it's part of the left-wing agenda to destroy the existing institutions of our country. All right, my friend, thank you. Arnie, Sterling Heights, Michigan, XM Satellite. How are you, sir?
4: I'm doing fabulous. I hope you're doing well. Very uh, well for, now. Props to you. Props to you for pulling up the George Carlin environmental uh, commentary. Doesn't
0: that kind of say it all?
4: It's I use that frequently, and I've been using it a long time. And uh, secondly, uh, to bend it a little bit, we've only been keep keeping climatology data for, what, 160, 170 years?
0: Maybe that long, yeah.
4: Which is, you know, basically... a. Out of sand on the beach in terms of uh, the life of the planet. So it's hard to uh, really forecast uh, based on that limited knowledge.
0: It's absolutely absurd. They can't even forecast where a hurricanes going to land 48 hours before it lands can they? Well you know all right the- sir I'm out of time that's what that music means. We'll take more of your calls. I also want to move on to other subjects afterwards. We'll be right back. These include free online courses, the publication of its Free Speech Digest and Primus, its Kirby Center for Constitutional Studies and Citizenship in Washington, D.C., and its Barney Charter School Initiative, which is helping to establish classical K-12 charter schools nationwide. Pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844, this is Hillsdale College. And let me add, I think so much of Hillsdale College. I donated an original copy of a compilation of the Federalist Papers, which sit today as I speak at the Kirby Center. Hillsdale College, America's college.
1: Mark Levin, a proud
3: conservative.
1: No ifs, ands, or buts. Call in at 877-381-3811.
0: Let's challenge my thinking here with Daniel, San Francisco, the great KSFO. Go right ahead, sir.
5: Uh, hi, Mark. I'm a longtime listener and great admirer, Michelle, but I was a little bit less convinced about your arguments for, um, against climate change for two reasons. And I'll try to be brief. And I'm coming from entirely from a layman's perspective here. I know very little about environmental science. The first is there has seemed to have been a lot of recent climate events. Of course, Hurricane Dorian, uh, the flooding in Houston, the hurricanes and uh, the Carolinas, and my my trip to North Carolina was canceled because of that. So again, from a layman's perspective, it seems like this just cannot be a coincidence. And the second, hold way- on, hold,
0: hold, 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 hold. what cannot be a coincidence that there are floods and hurricanes?
5: Well, that an island in let, the let
0: me let, let me let, let let me ask you something. Have you done even elementary research on this subject with? Bing or Google or anything like that? I have. And and what have you found historically about hurricanes? Because we have Joe Bastardi on here all the time. He's a very highly educated and experienced meteorologist. He wrote an entire book on this. We have literally hundreds of physicists and climatologists and meteorologists who counter this with actual factual statistical arguments and you were in North Carolina, or wherever you were, and there was a flood, and and you see this hurricane devour the Bahamas, and something must be going on. Sir, what the hell do you think's going on? The planet's a very dangerous place. It's a very dangerous place. It's not like the villages all over the place. There have always been hurricanes, and there have been worse hurricanes. There have been more hurricanes. There have been horrific earthquakes. You're from San Francisco last time I checked, right? I am, Yes. Well, you might want to check 1906. Yeah. You haven't had a major, massive earthquake in a very, very long time. Uh Uh-huh. Well, you can talk about whatever climate event you've experienced. That's not science. You're smart enough to know Mm -hmm. that's not science. What you observe over the course of 12 months or even a short lifetime, Mm -hmm. that's not science. That's anecdotal, and it's anecdotal that's cherry-picked, taken completely out of context. You are a smart guy. What is your degree in, sir? It's in history. You have a degree in history, so you have the ability to read and to research, to look at scholarship and so forth, and you can't give me one piece of evidence, one piece of evidence that suggests that man makes the climate worse. You could look at the UN reports. They're all defective. Early on, they were cheating. They were uh, they were putting their finger on the scale with the science. Tell me, in forty years' time, we've gone from an ice age and glaciers to global warming and 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 turning uh, and turning uh, the Amazon into a desert to now climate change. Doesn't this trouble you? The way we bounce around from one to the other.
5: It certainly does. I mean, I I, I hate the feeling of trying to research something and and finding different things come out of everybody's mouth. But um, I'll be honest, I kind of called them on, on a spur of the moment. Like I said, I did not— But it's
0: not... okay. What was your second point?
5: My second point was just that um, it seems to me that a lot of intellectual disciplines start out with people bouncing around. You know, for example, medicine, people offered a million explanations for the bubonic plague before, you know, bacteria was discovered in the 19th century. So that's a normal part of the process. And it right, and you look that...
0: back at the people— who did that before it was discovered that bacteria was the cause, and you think what about them?
5: Well, it, I mean, you read about their... What do you think about theory. them? Well, they sound very ignorant, obviously, but... And, other,
0: and, and they were dead wrong.
5: Of course. I mean, and we think it's funny now. Of course it's not, but the things they no no,
0: no, no, but my, my point to you is when we have evidence... Of the ideological uh, motivation behind this movement, and they're not, and they don't hide themselves. It's a hard left movement. It uh, it was exported from Germany and France into the United States. When you have a hard left movement that is pushing this as science, and yet you have evidence of individuals in that movement saying, "Look, we'll use whatever." whatever we have to, we'll use climate, we'll use the environment to advance an anti-capitalist, anti-growth, anti-industrial revolution movement. You can't ignore that. Mm -hmm. I agree. You can't ignore that. Now, let me ask you, as a rational matter, do you actually believe if you eat less hamburgers that that'll have an effect on hurricanes ultimately?
5: Absolutely not, and I know I'll never develop
0: the discipline to do. But it- no, 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 nobody has a discipline to prove that it's absurd. Do you right. actually believe that we should ban plastic straws? Do you know how big the oceans are. Now, people pollute. Yeah. You know who pollutes mostly in the ocean? These big freighters from these foreign countries, where they dump their crap into the ocean. I reject that too. That's outrageous. But banning plastic straws isn't going to save a damn thing. Mm-hmm. And so what they wind topic? up doing is belittling themselves and creating the, these absurd scenarios where people don't take them seriously and shouldn't take them seriously. Mm-hmm. Now, there that have been point. multiple climate change, man-made climate change uh, charts over the decades by multiple countries and I know this because uh, uh, of my show Life, Liberty and Levin and the experts I've had on that program every single model shows man-made activity increasing the warming of the earth except for one the Russian model now I don't know about you but I'm kind of prejudiced I'm, I, I'm kind of born to to be skeptical about that. And yet the Russian model about temperature over the last several decades has been the closest and the most accurate of all the other models. Uh-huh. So it's Why just obs- is- Why do I think it is? There's a lot of reasons. I think you have a lot of people in our universities and colleges who get these huge grants, not to find out whether there's climate change, but to support the notion of climate change. And they also support the United Nations in terms of their research in Britain and other places. We saw how corrupt that was. Again, all you have to do is look at a little bit of history online. That's the great thing about the Internet. But it doesn't even matter why do I think it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Science is black and white. It either is or it is not. And to have news organizations pushing climate change with individuals who know less than most people on the street, anchorman because it's an agenda item, to have politicians who want centralized government, massive regulation, and massive taxation clinging on to this, who know nothing about science, let alone climate change, to be a smart person, or even a quasi-smart person, and see how they change the nomenclature from global cooling to global warming to now climate change. So a guy like you calls me and says, you know, I, I was in North Carolina, man, it was flooding there. You can't call that global warming, can you? Can't call it a global. Must be climate change, right? And then, and then the fact that, of course, the climate changes. The climate changes, but the fact, the, the the idea that man has any significant, excuse me, any significant impact on that is just so absurd. Mm-hmm. You know, man hasn't been on the earth very long. The earth's been around a lot, lot longer than man has been around. So how do you account for the massive heating of the earth that wiped out the dinosaurs? How do you account for that? Or how do you account for other periods? For literally thousands and thousands, millions of years when the earth was freezing. It wasn't the combustion engine. It wasn't fuel. It wasn't man. Mother nature's a lot bigger and stronger than we are. We think we can control these things because we want to believe. We can fix that. I'm sorry, we can't fix it. All right, Daniel, I want to thank you. All right? Still there? He left. All right, thank you, Daniel. There's so much more to explain about this. Robert, Empire, Michigan, the great WTCM, go.
6: Hey, Mark. You know, PBS has a scientific series called NOVA. Oh, yes, Uh, I've watched it often. Okay, I love the show myself. Um, But they did a series called The Dawn of Man, and they cite over and over and over, in fact, I even bought the DVD, it was so pertinent, uh, that the severe climate change throughout the entire history of this planet is what caused the man to be able to evolve and travel all the way from Africa throughout the entire range of all the continents. The rise
0: of the oceans, the the lowering of the oceans, the movement of the... uh of the tectonic plates, uh, the change in the in the physical nature of the various continents and everything else. All that happens, and it happened long before mankind, and it happens a little bit today. We just don't notice it.
6: Well, they said it happened during mankind's existence, too, and that's why right. it allowed them to go further and further. I mean, and in their own words, they keep saying over and over, severe climate change. Now, that was way before any of this and the factors that we are dealing with today have even come close to occurring. This is the weather and the, the earth itself being basically uh, almost like a living entity on its own. It's nature.
0: This is why the, the idea that we should get rid of plastic bags, stop eating hamburgers. It's so, I mean, when you look back at the flat earthers, when you look back at, at what some people came up with, it's, it's so grotesque, such a misuse of the media, misuse of, of science. It's pseudoscience. It's just shocking. And we're supposed to change our entire economic system, our entire way of life, our governing documents to accommodate this ideology. And when you have people like AOC and Bernie Sanders, NBC's uh, Chuck Todd pushing it, you know they're pushing it because they're radical Democrats. They're pushing it f- as an agenda, now, a political and governing agenda. They're not pushing it because they, uh, they understand the science. Thank you for your call, my friend. We'll be right back.
1: Mark Lubin.
0: Liberty and learning. In a healthy democracy, these two things are mutually supportive. In America today, however, that bond is broken. To help repair the breach, Hillsdale College has launched the Van Andel Graduate School of Government in the nation's capital. And unlike other graduate programs, Hillsdale teaches politics as a human activity oriented toward justice. Hillsdale College, pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844. Learn more at com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale Now, California's fuel mileage standards have been revoked by the president. The president says his administration is revoking, this is from Cade California's authority to set auto mileage standards stricter than those issued by federal regulators. Now, what I've been hearing all day in the coverage of this is Reagan got the waiver, Reagan got the waiver, Reagan got the waiver. This is how the media press their propaganda. Reagan would agree with what Donald Trump is doing here. Because Reagan got the waiver, but he never thought a clown like Gavin Newsom would be the governor. Or a clown like Barack Obama would be president of the United States. So Trump isn't doing anything that contradicts the Reagan philosophy on governing. A waiver was given, and now a waiver has been taken away. Trump said his move would result in less expensive and safer cars. Now, I talk about safer cars all the time. The media reporting on this issue today, have they talked about safer cars? Have they talked about the death and mayhem these lighter cars caused? Not one news show that I've heard, not one news broadcast that I've heard, have mentioned this. Not one. So people are killed with cars. And they're killed in their cars. Because they're lighter. Because of CAFE standards imposed and mandated by the federal government. Now I know they want to talk about guns all the time. Why not talk about this? Why? Because it undermines the narrative. It undermines the narrative. California environmental groups said they plan legal action. Oh really? And they said they are criticizing the Trump administration's decision to revoke the state's authority. So what? There's a new president in town. (coughs) Now these standards were put in place not because of pollution. Not because of global warming, global cooling, or climate change. They were put in place because of OPEC. To try and reduce the reliance on foreign oil. Particularly the, the Arab oil because they were using it to try and influence our policy with respect to Israel. Now I suspect many in the media and the Democrat Party today would support that. But see, the objective has changed. They never want to pull back these standards. They don't care how many lives it costs. The laws of physics. You use aluminum instead of steel. You use plastic instead of steel. You use rubber instead of steel. You get deaths and mayhem when you have accidents. But they're not persuaded by this on the left or by the Environmental Protection Agency or in the news media. They're not persuaded by any of this. They could care less. They never talk about all the deaths and the costs as a result of any of this. Never. And here, it's not even a constitutional issue. Here, they can reverse course statutorily or regulatory reversal. But they're not going to do it. Because their base insists on it. Their base insists on it. This president does some very courageous things. I don't see President Romney doing this. I don't see President Bush doing this, Jeb. President Kasich doing this, do you? And yet, that's what he's done. And the amazing thing about this president, even though you may disagree with him on some issues, we all do. Sometimes he changes course and disagrees with himself initially, and that's fine. As long as you're not out to destroy him and sabotage him and humiliate him. No problem. <clears throat> that's what sober adults do. But this president's not even a, an ideological conservative. He makes these decisions because he knows they're right and they happen to be conservative. Do you see what I mean, Mr. Producer? He's not sitting there as somebody who has studied Hayek and Mises and Friedman. He's sitting there as somebody who's experienced the world. And he looks at this and says, wait a minute, this is kind of stupid. I'll be right back.
1: He's here. He's here.
0: One of the things that uh, I always wrestle with and try to come to terms with is the idea, apparently among many of our fellow citizens, that they don't trust government, that they don't trust these politicians, every survey, and yet apparently they want more of both. Now, what do I mean by that? When the government gets bigger and bigger and bigger, obviously you get more government and politicians become ever stronger and more able to control your individual lives. What makes these politicians so special? Are they smarter, more experienced, wiser, more prudential, more virtuous? No, if anything, it's the opposite. They managed to get elected to high office for a variety of reasons and in a variety of situations. Government. Most of you don't trust big government. Even the radicals on the left claim to oppose big government. And yet they want much more of it. Maybe some of you want much more of it. And so your distrust for politicians and government runs high. And yet, something doesn't go right in somebody's life or with their business or with their union or whatever it is. They think there's an injustice or they think they're owed something. And they want more government. See, the government is sort of this this oblique, this, this, this blob. So you can kind of project anything you want to into it. Sometimes it's, geez, I don't want the government in my face. I don't want them in my bedroom. I don't want them telling me what to do. And then other times, I want them in my bedroom if there's a gun there. I want them, you know, I want them here. I want them there. I want the government in my in my medicine chest. I want the government in my doctor's office. I want government. I want lots and lots of government, but I don't trust the government. And What about politicians? These loathsome politicians, they're loathsome. I don't like these politicians. I can't stand these politicians. And then you get, why doesn't the government do X? I thought you didn't like these politics. No, 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 the government. Now, what is government? Well, it's many things. But government is the most powerful thing in your life. It can destroy you. It can obstruct you. In the worst cases, we've seen them throughout history, can kill you, can protect you. You can use government to steal from your neighbor in order to enrich yourself. They call that compassion on the left. But government in the wrong hands can be extremely dangerous. And the more centralized and the more powerful the government, the more ubiquitous in your everyday lives the more likely that is to be the case that's why somebody like me and most of you look at this situation today in the democrat party and the media and what they are they, what they are pushing and we're scared to death to destroy competition to steal chunks of the private sector to turn the constitution inside out these are the things that protect us these are the things that make us free and prosperous There's an article here in Law and Crime. This law and crime site, as I understand it, is another site that has been spawned by Dan Abrams. Dan Abrams is the legal analyst at ABC News, and as a legal analyst, he's been wrong more times than not, chasing the Russia collusion story. History will treat him, as it will all the other ambulance-chasing buffoons, as ambulance-chasing buffoons. But he's got this hard left-wing propaganda site called Mediate. It should be called Stalinite. With mostly punks who write over there. And then he's got this thing called Lawn Crime. And there's a piece in there called The Constitution Isn't Finished. Legal heavyweights call for amendment to overturn Citizens United. See, the Constitution's not finished. There's a million ideas the left has, ladies and gentlemen. And we either go around the Constitution and oppose them on society, or we find a way to rewrite the Constitution and impose our views on society. Several dozen law professors, legal scholars excuse me, former elected officials and prominent attorneys, well, that kind of covers the uh, the horizon, doesn't it? Have signed on to an open letter calling for the passage of a constitutional amendment to overturn the heavily criticized Citizens United decision. Now, that's a run-on sentence, and that's a mouthful. Colin Kambacher over at Law and Crime. Now, so much about this sentence is perverse is perverse. The heavily criticized Citizens United decision, heavily criticized by whom? By the left. Meaning the media. Meaning the Democrats. And so they want to pass a constitutional amendment. Let's read on. 2010, the U.S. Supreme Court handed down Citizens United versus FEC, a ruling that struck down several provisions of the Bipartisan Campaign Reform Act of 2002, typically known as McCain-Feingold doesn't matter if your violations of the Constitution are partisan or bipartisan. This was a free speech case, ladies and gentlemen. I notice in the first two paragraphs, they don't point that out. They'll get to it, but they don't call it a free speech case. That's what it was, that people should have the right to raise monies, to pool their monies, to run ads on television and radio that advocate for a particular viewpoint. Wow, that's dangerous. Too much money in politics. No, there's too much government in government. Using a somewhat controversial First Amendment analysis, you see all the words in here. Again, if you've read on Freedom of the Press, you'll catch them. They use what I call devil terms and angel terms. Backbenchers, you may want to write this down so you don't forget. What I call devil terms and angel terms. Controversial First Amendment analysis, so controversial in that context, is a devil term, you see. So if you support this position, you're supporting a devilish position. The High Court's conservative majority held one, the government cannot restrict the speech of state created entities like corporations and nonprofits or state sanctioned entities such as unions. In other words, they're free to correct. Pac- a, 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 create PACs, and voice their, the viewpoint that is the viewpoint of the collective corporation or union in communicating with whom? The American people. What, only the media should have this power, right? should be no competition, just the media should be able to dictate. And two, that spending money is a form of free speech, which of course it is. If I can't raise the money to run a television ad promoting a viewpoint that I have that counters Jake Tapper or Dummy Lemon or Fredo Cuomo or all the rest of the freak show, then I won't be able to present a viewpoint that's different than theirs that may balance out the coverage. And three, therefore, the government cannot limit spending in the political arena by such organizations. You see what I mean? We don't trust the government when it comes to freedom of the press, right? We don't trust the government when it comes to interfering in freedom of speech, right? Except, of course, when they silence people we disagree with or they dare to allow a separate entity, companies, unions, raising funds through PACs, airing their viewpoints, just their viewpoints, on television and radio. We can't allow that because we have other corporations that purchase newsrooms like CNN or the New York Times or MSNBC or the Washington Post, where they get to express their viewpoint, but it's protected by freedom of speech. So if you have entities that raise money and run ads promoting a particular perspective and viewpoint, that's too much money in politics, and that needs to be outlawed under the First Amendment. On the other hand, if you're a multi-billion-dollar international corporation that purchases a newsroom, that newsroom is hands-off government. See my point, Mr. Producer? And so what this really is, is, is a push to advance the monopoly of the news media, the monopoly of the ideological viewpoint that is pushed. And so you get professors like Lawrence Tribe, Zephyr Teachout, Zephyr Teacher, Lawrence Lessig, former FEC commissioner, liberal Trevor Potter, all conspiring against you, the American people. And Jeff Clements is the president of American Promise, the nonprofit dictated to overturning the ruling in Citizens United. And the irony there is it's a nonprofit thanks to the tax laws that give his organization his organization a tax-free status. I'm not necessarily against it. I'm just pointing out how the left wants to avoid taxes, how the left wants to be able to advance propaganda, but they do not want a competition of ideas under any circumstances. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Eight three three ring B H N. Get fifteen percent off your first order with promo code Levin. That's Brickhouse L E V I N dot or call eight three three ring B H N. Promo code Levin. Going to circle back to Iran since we can't seem to avoid it, nor should we, and then to Israel. And let me begin this way. We're now in a period in our country where what used to be obvious is not so obvious anymore. There are individuals and forces and groups within both political parties, within both political parties, that do not want our nation to defend itself or to defend its interests, both security and economic. And they say things like, well, we can't have these never-ending wars. Ladies and gentlemen, I've talked to you in the past about the Kellogg-Briand Act. The Kellogg-Briand Act was an agreement among most of the world's countries around 100 years ago or so, in which they agreed to outlaw war. They were tired of war. Tired of fighting wars. I mean, they had just fought World War I. Now, that was a war. And they said, look, can we just agree, no more wars, okay? And so we signed on, others signed on to the Kellogg-Briand Act. Wasn't that stupid? You sign a piece of paper and you actually believe... Countries, for all time, are going to be committed to it? Isn't that incredibly naive? Aren't we familiar by now, in 2019, with what happens if you're not resolute and vigilant? If you don't have the strongest military on the face of the earth? If you sit back and wait in an ostrich-like posture? For the enemy to make all the calls and make all the decisions? We did that in World War II. Before the war. And we did it all the way up to 9-11. When Bill Clinton refused to take out Osama bin Laden in Afghanistan. Remember? When we might kill 50 innocent people. 50 innocent people who happen to be hanging around Osama bin Laden? Doesn't sound too innocent to me. We've lost a lot of Americans on the battlefield, in the continental United States, in Hawaii, you name it, a lot of Americans, when we fail to be resolute and vigilant by wars that have been started way, way, way off of our shores. World War II wasn't started in the continental United States. 9-11 wasn't launched in the continental United States. What does this have to do with us? Can you imagine if some very prescient person said, Osama bin Laden, he's in Afghanistan, we need to take him out. What would Rand Paul be saying today? What would the code pink Republicans on TV and radio be saying today? Don't do it. What does it have to do with us? He's all the way over there. He can't hurt us. What if Osama bin Laden said, you know what? I'm going to build ICBMs and put nuclear warheads on them. What are you going to do about that? Oh, he's just, uh, he's way over there, way over there. Can't keep having these wars and these battles. We need to have our mission explained. What is our mission Our mission is explained and it's always the same to protect the people of the United States. And in order to protect the people of the United States, we have to make sure that the United States is not attacked. And when regimes, particularly genocidal fundamentalist regimes, tell us what their plans are, they ought not be ignored. Hitler should not have been ignored. Stalin should not have been ignored. Mao should not have been ignored. Bin Laden should not have been ignored. The Iranians should not be ignored. Hitler, Stalin, Mao, they didn't have ICBMs with nuclear warheads capable of hitting American cities. Did they? Well, Stalin eventually acquired them. That's for sure. Was that a good thing? And then to hear the arguments, which are so anti-American by people who pretend to be nationalists and populists, how many more wars are we going to get into? We would never be in Afghanistan, but for the fact that we were hit on 9-11... What are we doing there? What are we doing there? What are we doing there? Now, Iran has killed hundreds of American soldiers, Marines, Army, you name it. And I, I have to listen to people on TV and even callers. Why is it any of our business? We shouldn't have been there. No, 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 no. That's not right. It was our business because we in an alliance with other countries. We weren't hurting Iran. We didn't do anything to Iran. And they killed our soldiers. You know, Americans used to think, go kick their ass. They don't get to do that to our American soldiers. Not today. Today, Let's get out. What are we doing there? What are we doing there? It's so far away. I'll be right back.
6: At 877-381-3811. Now,
0: if we're attacked again, and it'll be from overseas, we'll be attacked from overseas. We'll be plotted overseas or executed from overseas. Can we hold Rand Paul responsible or all these others? Who we'll say, look, like I, I'm just tired of all these wars. We're all tired of wars. But, ladies and gentlemen, I have to say, we don't have a draft. We have such brave, courageous men and women who volunteer to go into the military. We don't have a massive presence overseas as compared to prior decades. We don't have a massive presence in Afghanistan or Syria or Iraq, despite the propaganda. We have a very small presence. Very small. So I I just wonder to myself... What's it going to take to to be resolute? Now, the Iranians so far have gotten away with blowing up $20 billion worth of Saudi Arabia fuel and refining capacity. And so the line we're getting now is, you know, we're sick of defending Saudi Arabia. Well, then don't call it Saudi Arabia. Call it whatever you want. I'm no fan of Saudi Arabia. Who the hell's a fan of Saudi Arabia? Throwbacks and inbreds. But that's not the point. That attack showed us the advances the Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran has made when it comes to missile technology and when it comes to pinpoint accuracy. That should concern you when we have a regime that is perfecting its ICBMs and its nuclear capabilities. That should concern you. When they can use the same technology they used to hit Saudi Arabia to use our fifth fleet in Bahrain to hit them. And by the way, I think that's one of the reasons the current secretary of defense at the Pentagon is so fearful of us doing anything. But I am fearful of us doing nothing. The president will decide, the experts will decide the the options are on the table. I'm not going to do it behind a microphone. I don't have access to the information. But I do feel fairly confident, fairly confident, that if Reagan were president, he'd pound the crap out of these people, because we know he did. You know, they killed all those Marines. There wasn't a reaction for it. Then later on, they hit us again, and he hit them. He blew out their oil rigs in the ocean and blew out several of their uh, missile sites. And we didn't hear from them again. We shouldn't be saying we don't want war, even if we don't want war. And we can't rely on the Saudis, even though the Saudis ought to do something. But this threat is a threat to the United States. It's a threat to our naval fleet. It's a threat to the world. And we can sit here and pretend otherwise all we want. But they're not going away. And they're going to get more and more powerful. They're going to get more and more technology by hook or by crook. I'm sure the $150 billion Obama gave them has come in very handy. The French are appeasing them. The Germans are appeasing them. What do you expect? The North Koreans are feeding them technology that it's fed to the North Koreans from the Russians and the Chinese. By the way, that little bastard, they think he has like 40 nuclear missiles now. So it's becoming extremely dangerous. Now we can sit here. You can sit in Texas or Kansas or whatever so that's way over there. What the hell's a problem? Ask those people who died on 9/11 about way over there. The problem is you can't ask them. They're gone. Those buildings are gone. They hit our Pentagon from a plan hatched. In some hellhole in Afghanistan. And after all that, I gotta listen to these Code Pink Republicans and these appeasement Democrats act like we're warmongers? While on july fourth they applaud the military? On Veterans Day they applaud the military? Memorial Day they applaud the military? And then our military is to be blamed? And our leaders in the military are to be blamed? If there is a military action or dispute, count me out. I'm not going to join that. How many wars do we want to be fighting, ladies and gentlemen? None! That's why you got to sometimes deal with them before they get out of hand. That's why. You know, it's enforced compliance season. If you owe the IRS, you need to take action because the IRS can garnish your paycheck, seize your bank account, and put a lien on your home. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Optima Tax Relief while you still have options. Now, they've solved and resolved over billion dollars in tax debt for folks just like you. Optima steps between you and the IRS fighting on your behalf to help stop the demand letters and aggressive collection actions so you can get back to your life. No one's more skilled at solving tough IRS problems than Optima Tax Relief. Call now. Ask about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. And if you qualify, you can save thousands. You deserve a fresh start. Call Optima now for your free consultation. 800-499-6300. 800-499-6300. 800-499-6300. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Mitt Romney on Capitol Hill today. Mitt Romney has reinvented himself. He's now John Kasich. So Mitt John Kasich Romney, he had us all fooled, didn't he, ladies and gentlemen? Remember, he's a severe conservative. Remember that, Mr. Producer?
7: Cut one, go. We will support Saudi Arabia, our friend in the region. Uh, I do not believe it would be a wise choice for us to engage in kinetic military action of our own.
0: Kinetic military action. Wow, that sounds sophisticated. So we don't have to engage in military action on our own. What should we do, Mitt? We're not the policemen of the world, ladies and gentlemen, after all. Go ahead.
7: The world, Saudi Arabia, we sell a lot of weapons to. They have the capacity with the weapons we've sold them to respond in the way they think is appropriate. But one nation attacked another. That doesn't mean the United States needs to get in the middle and start using our military might and uh, threatening our, uh, our men and women in, in uniform.
0: Okay. Bernie Sanders. So it's that. That's it. Can't build a coalition. You know, what the Israelis tend to do, they not only hit back militarily, but they have people who secrete themselves inside these genocidal regimes and do all kinds of mischief in order to protect themselves. Notice Romney doesn't even talk about that. Romney's like okay, okay, we want nothing to do with this, nothing to do with this. Let me ask Mitt Romney a question. What if they blow up all of Saudi Arabia's oil fields? What if they take over Bahrain, where our Navy is? What if they do any of these things? What would you do about it, Mitt? Apparently nothing. Apparently nothing. Tim Kaine on CNN today. So what's happening is you have a conga line of no-nothings now presenting their arguments. Cut to go.
7: When you hear coordinated response with Saudi Arabia, what do you take away from that? Well, when I hear a coordinated response or the president and vice president saying we're locked and loaded, um, I worry that they're so going see, to... So see, now
0: what we have to do when the Islamo-Nazis attack in Iran is attack our president, attack our vice president, and attack our military. See, that's how this works. But don't worry, they love America. Go ahead.
7: Uh, military action, and there is absolutely no reason for the U.S. to go to war or engage in military action to protect Saudi oil. Zero. Let the Saudis... Once
0: again, it's not done to protect Saudi oil. It's not done to protect Saudi oil. It's to prevent Iran from attacking even us before it's too late. Go ahead.
7: ...themselves. We sell them weapons, we give them advice. Notice That's they one... all
0: sound alike. We sell them weapons. We sell them weapons. What's the problem? Go ahead.
7: But to be engaged in military action, another war in the Middle East, a war to protect Saudi oil, and a war based what I believe is on some you know fundamental mistruths that the administration is is promoting. What so mis- you say the, pro-
0: the problem is Trump.
7: ladies and gentlemen.
0: For the Democrats, the Islamo Nazi regime in Iran attacks Saudi Arabia, wants to have ICBMs with nuclear warheads to threaten America, and these people are so intellectually sick and morally corrupt. They have to talk about Trump and mistruths. When their party financed Iran's technology, when their party surrendered, to iran for all intents and purposes go ahead
7: um they're they're going around saying the attack was unprovoked um the u.s is provoking iran there you go
0: ladies and gentlemen we are provoking iran we're provoking iran we're looking for war we shouldn't get in there and defend the saudi oil field. hear all the propaganda so we are provoking iran not that sickening genocidal regime is involved in all kinds of terrorist acts and so forth. No, no, no. We, the United States of America, our president, our military, we are provoking Iran. Isn't it amazing? Do more about Russia, they say. Do more about China, they say. Now, Iran is at the tip of the spear threatening the world and us, and they say, hey, we're provoking Iran. Our existence provokes Iran. We're provoking Iran. It's unbelievable.
7: Go ahead. ...a diplomatic deal with them that allowed them to sell their oil. We pulled out of the deal. See, folks,
0: we need to allow them to fund their military machine, their pursuit of nukes. That's the problem. If you would just do that, thank God this guy wasn't elected vice president of the United States. And your children and grandchildren, they would have to live under the threat of a nuclear-armed Iran, they're not going to just mess with Saudi Arabia. That's small potatoes. We're the big Satan, remember? And so a senator from Virginia, Tim Kaine's answer is, we're provoking Iran, let them sell the oil. That's his answer. A senator from Utah by the name of Mitt Romney, his answer is, we sold arms to Saudi Arabia, let them handle it. None of our business. What's the problem? Well, Mitt, what about the nukes and the, the. Hey, none of our business. I'll be right back. Mark Lupin. You wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? how much we should be eating, and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real, USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the Nutrition Facts panel on the side. ladies and gentlemen, there is some breaking news out of Canada by Time Magazine so we know it must be accurate Justin Trudeau wore brown face at a 2001 Arabian Nights party while he taught at a private school, Canada's Liberal Party admits well let me say this about Justin Trudeau wearing brown face in 2001 at an Arabian Nights party If he's forced out as the Prime Minister at some point, because he is lousy, he could always move to Virginia and run for governor, right, Mr. Producer? Apparently, the Democrats have a high tolerance for that sort of thing. Mm. So he could run for governor of Virginia or Attorney General of Virginia. I understand the Attorney General of Virginia did that once. But the Democrats aren't phased. Power's power. They're not phased in the least. Not in the least. Like Joy Reid over there at MSLSD. No problem at all saying that rich, white, male Christians, particularly of the evangelical sort, are going to cling to power no matter what. In so many words. Even if it means apartheid as existed in South Africa. And she is a nut job on MSNBC, and this isn't the first time she has racialized things. She went after homosexuals a few years back on the Internet, said the most vile things about homosexuals. But look, she's Joy Reid. Why should we care? Sort of like the senior editor at the, at the New York Slimes who wrote a whole bunch of anti-Semitic uh, posts. He was so proud of them on his social sites. And um, you haven't heard about them, have you? No, they covered up and they protected them. Covered up and protected them. Yeah. The Herald Group, you know, Nancy Pelosi's secret health care plan is leaked. It's worse than we thought. She's going to tell you her plan will lower drug prices, folks. It's not going to lower drug prices. It's going to drive them up. It's also going to destroy research and development, capital investment. So when you say, why isn't there a drug that, and there won't be a drug that, fill in the blank. Remember how Obamagare was going to lower premiums and deductibles and all the rest? Actually, they went up. If federal bureaucrats decide that a drug costs too much, the maker of that drug is going to be forced to sell the drug at the price the government has set. Or they will be retroactively taxed at 75% of gross sales of that drug from the previous year. 75% of gross sales. Now, you know what that means? They're going to put these companies out of business. Won't we be happy then? We'll have to rail against other companies. So what I mean, politicians and government, all powerful. I hate politicians and the government's in my face. Yes, but now they're going to take over drug pricing. About damn time, I'd say. Schizophrenia. Of course, a 75% assessed tax retroactively would kill any company and put it out of business. If the government can tell private companies what they can charge for their products, it's the beginning of the end of the free market system. A system that has attracted billions of dollars in investments to develop the drugs people depend upon to help them live. The Pelosi plan is a socialized medicine fantasy. It'll kill the investments needed to create tomorrow's miracle drugs and hurt our health care system. I only hope House Republicans already oppose this nonsense. If they are, they better start talking. And for the Republicans, the Pelosi plan better be dead on arrival. But for us, let's get the facts. Go to truehealthcarefacts.com, truehealthcarefacts.com. That's truehealthcarefacts.com. Let's take a call, shall we? Jimmy, Brooklyn, New York, the great WABC. Go!
2: Mark, your show is so informative. You remember the good old days when Iran was the bulwark against Soviet expansionism in the Middle East? Yes,
0: the Shah of Iran was a great ally. And of course, uh, Jimmy Carter and the French uh, decided that he needed to be deposed.
2: Right. And also, I, uh, Iraq, I mean, excuse me, uh, Ethiopia, Angola, Mozambique, Nicaragua, El Salvador. They were all under attack by the world communist movement. And all of those countries got in real big trouble. Because and what did Reagan
0: like, do? Did he say, you know what, I'm sick of all these wars?
2: Well, Reagan came in and had to try to clean up the and mess. And what did
0: he do? He supported and funded freedom fighters. He supported and funded uh, groups, uh, guerrilla warfare groups that would fight these other guerrilla warfare groups. He didn't say, you know what, I'm tired of all this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get back to redistributing wealth
2: did to him like they they tried to do to uh, President Trump. The media attacked him. They called him a fascist. They tried to lock up all yeah, of... Yeah, the Trump.
0: problem, Jimmy, this time is happens within his own party, like Romney and uh, Rand Paul and these others. Gotta go, Jimmy. Thank you for your call. We'll be right back.
1: He's here. He's here. He's here.
0: same Spirit on. Apparently some people think it's okay for Iran to kill Americans in the Middle East because it's close to Iran. I don't see a difference. If an American is killed in Iraq or an American is killed in Paris or an American is killed in Mexico, Iran shouldn't be killing Americans and they should pay a very, very heavy price for doing so. Period. And they've killed hundreds of Americans. And he's so, so right. Is he not? Yes, he is. Joe Biden. You know, Jimmy Carter said, there really ought to be an age limit on running for president of the United States. I feel this way with Supreme Court justices. I mean, I I wrote a book called Men in Black. It was my first book. It's sort of an iconic review of the Supreme Court these days. At least that's what people tell me. And I begin the book with example after example after example of Supreme Court justices who were bizarre, who were unethical, who were immoral, who were corrupt. Now, don't get me wrong, the vast majority are none of those things. But they are human beings, they are flesh and blood. And some of them had dementia near the end. And I point that out in the book, too. And yet they stayed on at the Supreme Court. Their clerks would typically write their opinions, and everybody pretended that they were writing their opinions. Really awful. So there's something to be said for that. The Trump campaign has put out a hilarious attack on Biden and his gaffes. Hilarious. And they put it on Twitter. Let's take a listen. Cut 13. Go.
7: President Obama reportedly told Joe yeah. Biden directly, quote, you don't have to do this, Joe. You really don't. That is not a joke. That is a natural fact. I think Biden looked unsteady at many points. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night, the, the, the phone. He's not the most polished speaker anymore. The president thinks, uh, my friend, from Vermont, thinks that. Watching his long, winding answers. That don't really make sense in recent debates has also raised the question as to whether that has gotten worse and whether he is up for this. The fact is that the bills that the president, that the, excuse me, the future president here. There's a lot of people who are concerned about uh, Joe Biden's ability to carry the ball all the way across the end line without fumbling. Go to Joe 30330. He looked kind of unsteady and almost deer in the headlights. So what are we doing? What's going on right now? He's not that good at this. I mean, he's clearly not that strong a candidate thinking on his feet. Anyway, my time's up. I'm sorry. I think there are some concerns, and they've been man- they've been expressed by Democrats themselves. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Over whether Joe Biden is equipped to withstand a very grueling campaign. We choose truth over facts. Joe (laughs) Biden was really shaky, both because he was stumbling through his answers. I'm the vice president of the United States. And also because the substance of those answers Hasn't really gotten better. Those details are irrelevant. I think we're going to see growing questions, wondering if he has the mental and physical stamina to get through this campaign. I love this place. I love, look, what's not to like about Vermont in terms of the beauty of it and what a neat town. Obama warned Biden's aides to make sure Biden didn't embarrass himself.
3: Imagine what would happen happened if, God forbid, Barack Obama had been assassinated.
5: Real conversation that is happening among Democrats: Has he lost a step?
7: Uh, is he is he too shaky? <laughs>
3: I want to be clear, I'm not
7: going nuts. There are definitely moments where you (laughs) listen to Joe Biden and you just wonder.
0: Yes, yes, you do. And by the way, you too, Cory Booker. I wonder when I listen to you. In fact, all of you, I wonder, on the left. So uh, Joe Biden is at the Workers' Presidential Summit in Philadelphia yesterday. And here's another one. Cut 11, go.
3: You get a tax break for a racehorse, why in God's name couldn't we provide an $8,000 tax credit for everybody who has child care costs? It would put, it would put 720 million, back, million women back in the workforce.
0: That's an amazing thing, 720 million women back into the workforce. There's about 330 million human beings in our country. But it will put 720 million women back into the workforce. Who can argue with that? A lot of the Democrats want to take out Biden. We've talked about this uh, actually months ago. The media would like to take out Biden. We've talked about that months ago. But now we have Elizabeth Warren. She's the stalking horse behind Biden. Absolute nut job. Her proposals are as radical as radical can be. I think one of the things the Republicans have going for them right now, the Democrats. They're so radical, they're so extreme, that if the Republicans could learn to actually speak in complete sentences, they have a shot in taking back the House and holding on to the Senate. But as long as you have... uh, Republics like Mitt Romney out there speaking for the party, who really is out to uh, create his own uh, his own persona now. You know, he was a liberal Republican to get elected governor of Massachusetts. Then he swung back to being a conservative in order to get the Republican nomination. Now he swung back to being a liberal, and he's from essentially a one-party state, Utah, certainly at the national level. Figures he's got no problem. Who's going to challenge me? I'm Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Man of Michigan. Man of Massachusetts. Man of Utah. Man, oh man. Complete schmo. Complete schmo. Guy loses to Barack Obama. Only two candidates could lose to Barack Obama. One is passed, so I'm not going to say anything. And then Romney. Romney's leading. leading Obama. And blows the last debate. Leading Obama, going into the uh, the uh, the election day, door-to-door, and their software technology fails. Mr. IT, high-tech. Mitt Romney. You know, he's not sure if he can uh, support the President of the United States for re-election. That's what he said. That's what he said. You know, we need all hands on deck here. If we don't win the presidency, they do. And that's an utter disaster. I wanted to point out something to you, ladies and gentlemen, because if I don't, it's just not going to happen. And if you think I'm a broken record, I'm not a broken record. I'm giving you new examples over and over and over again. In Brooklyn, New York, in Brooklyn, New York, Hasidic Jews are being targeted by gangs and members in the African community, African-American community, excuse me. We have video of it. It's constant. It's constant. And precious little is being done about it. And they are being beaten to a pulp. And this is from CBS New York. A man was cornered, and I saw this video, it's, it's ugly, and beaten in what police are calling a random attack on a Brooklyn street. Oh, it's a hate crime, I thought. Surveillance video shows the disturbing in- incident on Off Place between Flushing and Park Avenues in Bedford area. Four men could be seen chasing the 24-year-old victim as he walked home around 9.45 p.m. Tuesday. (coughs) Police said two of the suspects punched and kicked the Hasidic man and told him to give me everything you got. The victim threw his cell phone on the ground so the men scooped it up and ran away. Actually, they beat him and then scooped it up and ran away. Authorities are saying it's not being considered a hate crime because no anti-Semitic slurs were made. Instead, police are calling it a random attack and robbery. Now, you understand this, this gentleman is wearing the Hasidic garb. His hair is cut uh, as a Hasidic Jew. He's got a long, dark jacket, dark shoes, dark pants, white shirt, wearing a hat, like a stovetop hat, to explain it universally. He's got the long sideburns. But don't worry, because it's not a hate crime, because they didn't make a anti-Semitic slur comment. Is that the test? Former New York State Assemblyman Dove Heikin, who's terrific, Democrat, It's demanding the city step up its enforcement after the recent outbreak of anti-Semitic attacks across the five boroughs. This is not being covered in any significant way on CNN or MSNBC or even on my favorite cable channel. It's not being covered in any significant way by any network news organization. Now, if these folks were Muslims or or illegal aliens, you'd never hear the end of this. Because for the media and the left, some people are more equal than others. That's right. I said it, and it's true. Highkind is organizing a rally at City Hall Park on Sunday to call for an end to attacks against Jews. Another day, another brutal and vicious attack on a Hasidic Jew in Brooklyn, he said. We don't need more empty talk from city and state leaders. We need action. The NYPD should be stepping up patrols in all Jewish neighborhoods until this wave of violent anti-Semitism subsides, he said in a statement. And it's true. The video footage of this violent encounter is incredibly disturbing, and we are glad the NYPD Hate Crimes Task Force is assisting in the investigation of this horrific crime, said Evan R. Bernstein, Regional Director, New Jersey, of the ADL. But this is happening a lot now, folks. It's happening a lot. By the way, did you know there's a big tea party event on Capitol Hill tomorrow? Did you know that, Mr. Producer? You didn't know that? Well, I want to tell you about this. If I can find the damn thing. It's here somewhere. Maybe I'll tell you about it after the break. We'll be right back. All right, here's what I was going to tell you. There's an event happening in Washington, D.C. tomorrow. Starting at 11 in the morning on the West Lawn of the U.S. Capitol. Patriots are going to show up to make their voices heard. And I will be among them. And you know I don't do this that often. Tea Party Patriots Action, headed by my friend Jenny Beth Martin, will be hosting a rally to send a message to the Democrats, the progressives, the elites, and of course, the Democratic Party media. We're tired of them trying to push their socialist fantasies onto the American people. This is America. We believe in freedom. We believe in competition. We believe in self-reliance. We believe the people of this country can govern themselves without elitist academics using the power of government to try and control our lives. If you're in Washington tomorrow, if you're in the Washington area, Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia, Delaware, you know, anywhere in the area, we would love to have you. And you have the ability to make it to Washington, D.C., I urge you to come out tomorrow. Join us at Stop socialism, choose freedom. That's our name of our rally. Stop socialism, choose freedom rally. Together we'll send a message loud and clear to these people who want to control every aspect of our lives. It's supposed to be a beautiful day tomorrow. Thank God for global warming. One more thing. We should show up to support our president. We're going to do that too. They continue to lie about him. They want to remove him from office. They talk about impeachment. and They drum up anything they can to try and impeach this man. The only thing he's done is try to keep the promises he made to the American people. That's why they hate him and us. Doing a damn good job. So again, please join me. Join my friend, Jenny Beth Martin. Tea Party Patriots. Senator Ted Cruz will be there. Senator Mike Lee will be there. And a number of other great patriots. Tomorrow at 11 a.m., Eastern time on the Western Lawn of the U.S. Capitol. Please join us. We'd love to have you. We'll just spend a couple hours together. I'm going to speak for 10 or 15 minutes. The senators will speak. Stop Socialism, Choose Freedom Rally tomorrow. Please join us. 11 a.m. again. West Lawn of the U.S. Capitol. Let me remind you of one other thing my podcast. Please download it so you have it. If we're ever preempted, tape-delayed, or whatever, you can listen to this program with any of your electronic devices. Your iPhone or Android, as an example, your iPad, your laptop, your computer. You can listen by live streaming. I just want this to be available to you as an alternative. And I want to encourage you to go ahead And download it. There's three easy steps. Three easy steps. Even a liberal can do this, so I know you can. Go to MarkLevinShow.com. That's the mothership. That's the big radio website. MarkLevinShow.com. Click on Audio Rewind. That's at the middle top of the homepage. And then you'll be at the podcast page, and you pick whichever... You know, a podcast format that you want to download—they're all pretty similar. That would be Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher—one of my favorites. We'd love to have you. We have millions of people who've downloaded the podcast, and millions of people—millions of people—who ask, uh, who listen to the podcast every month, and because it could be more convenient, or they preempted, or whatever it is. Maybe you're just busy on that. Night when I'm on the radio, whatever the reason. So we have a lot of very cool things going on, don't we? Very cool things. Here it's the Global Cooling Show. Zoto, if that is your name. Elmwood Park, New Jersey, the great WABC. Go. Thanks,
4: thanks, Mark, for taking my call. But uh, I just want to talk about the climate,
0: climatology science, because... I hear so much people talking about it, but you know, real legitimate black and white science and climatology mm-hmm. is found in Antarctica and Arctica, where they take coring samples through the glaciers. And some of these coring samples, when you take them out of the glacier, actually show layers where it actually shows exact exact references of temperature, climate change, and everything. And it shows that warming of the earth is a natural phenomenon. It even shows ice age. You even can find well, sir, if you just stop eating hamburgers, we can reverse this. I promise. I'll be right back.
1: Where Americans meet to defend liberty and defeat tyranny. Call the Mark Levin Show
3: now at 877
0: Few things in life can change your entire outlook on the day. Call from your boss asking you to work the weekend, early construction right outside your bedroom window in the morning you want to sleep in. Now, those will ruin your day. How about when your check engine light comes on? That usually means thousands of dollars in repairs. Now, that's why I have CarShield. A CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair very, very easy. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work. It's up to you. It's your choice. Now, they also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. CarShield administrators have paid out close to $2 billion in claims, and they're ready to help you. Don't let your check engine light change your life. Get covered by the ultimate and extended vehicle protection like we did. Call 800-CAR-6000 and mention code LEVIN or visit carshield.com. Use code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, to save 10%. That's carshield.com, code Levin, or call 800-CAR-6000 and mention code Levin. A deductible may apply. Now, there is an oil reserve that I favor tapping into, ladies and gentlemen. The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, look what's in his hair. He's putting oil in it. He's doing something with his hair. I say we build a a pipeline to his hair, just like Chuck Schumer. So we're experienced at this. Imagine all the oil we can get. That would be gross. But nonetheless, imagine it. All right, Mike, Yonkers, New York, the great WABC. Go.
3: Gracious, good evening, uh, uh, Mr. Denali. Thank you Good very evening,
0: much. Mike. Thank you.
3: Thank you for educating me. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, they should run on your program saying that they're free education, free education. Just listen to Mr. Denali.
0: Wouldn't um, that be nice?
3: Yeah, it's never going to happen, but that's a right. no. reality, reality bites. Um, the truth of the matter is, with global warming and things of that nature and global climate change, I'm sorry, climate change, we have to be more generic. Yes, as. of
0: course. Man-made know, climate change, please.
3: Yeah, I know a place where the climate very rarely changes. In fact, there's only two climates. It's either 113 degrees below zero or it's about 180 degrees above zero. It's called the moon, and that's where most of these people's brains are. The <laughs> fact of the matter is that it's a rip-off. They need to take money. From your pocket, Mr. Woodman, who works hard, breaks his, breaks his butt mm-hmm. earn that cash, and everybody else in this country they need to take that money and use it for their you know for their I hate the word agenda, but for their needs it 's very mm-hmm. simple and, and everybody 's frightened you know it 's the uh, sky has fallen. it 's been going on since the dawn of time, and basically they can 't sue the sun for having uh, low those uh, sun flares sunspots right they can 't sue the sun they can 't get money from the sun, and they 're one of the largest places where the actual by, by, by the
0: way, they sue oil companies.
3: Oh, yeah, no, that, yeah because they have pockets. Right, exactly. Some doesn't have a pocket. and the other slip, place,
0: slip and fall leftists.
3: <laughs> then the other place they can't sue is the ocean. Do you know how many volcanic vents there are underneath the ocean that bring up carbon dioxide from the earth? The, the, just like your stomach takes about 60-70% of all your good biology, you know, when you take a probiotic, 60% of your immune system in your stomach.
0: The Can we sp- just pass a law and stop that?
3: Probably. I'm sure somebody will think of it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's many, many things. I want to thank you for the education, once again, the free education. And the one thing that I've always, that you taught me in the last few years is the fact that the Congress actually passed a law that says they are, they are they don't have to, you, you can't investigate anybody in Congress. with the privacy act. Oh, oh fr- for
0: the Freedom of Information Act does not apply to Congress.
3: Yeah, isn't that fantastic? That's a wonderful, that's a wonderful setup. The, the, it, how people become millionaires. Oh, and, and, how- and,
0: and by the way, we know a hell of a lot about Nadler and his shenanigans behind the scenes. We can get a hold of his emails the way they can get him out of the executive branch.
3: When they go after a mafia guy, they say, follow the money trail. I want to go past it. I want to know what exact drugs are in their medicine cabinets. I want to know mm-hmm. who's on what, what's on second. Oh, and plausible deniability, that's the whole thing behind AOC. Plausible, she can't be, she can be that stupid. She's stupid. Oh, boy, she's, no, no. It's all plausible de, uh, deniability.
0: Deniability, yep. It's all right, right. <laughs> wonderful call. I appreciate it, Mike. You take care. Is this our Barbara in Harlem, New York, the great WABC? Barbara, how are you? I'm wonderful, and how are you, my friend? It is our Barbara. I'm doing great, yes, thank you.
1: Yes it is Good, good, listen. Thank you for that education on um climate change that you gave to Daniel. That was very helpful, and mitt Romney and the and his ilk should be ashamed of themselves, but i don't even know I don't even think they know what shame is. They are disgusting
0: they really are i mean he interviewed with Trump to be Secretary of State. If he really felt this way about Trump, why did exactly. he interview with Trump? This guy is such a self-serving self- promoter, it's unbelievable.
1: Yes. He is. Yes, he is. He's a miserable piece of whatever you want to call it.
0: Work? P- piece of work? <laughs> yes, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's disgraceful, he's disgusting, he's all of those things. Oy. Tim Crane. I don't put it past him because he's a fruitcake. <laughs> but, you know, Mitt Romney needs to stop. What did that missionary training ever teach him? All those missionary trips he went on as a child. He should try to remember some of those and be nicer.
0: All right, my friend. God bless you. Here we have a piece by Media Matters, this criminal front group that gets a tax break, which really is a uh, does hit jobs for the left. The media love them. They do a lot of research for the media, as you might guess. At least 17 Fox News figures have helped enrich Trump by speaking at events at his properties. And so they list Fox News hosts, spoken at a Trump hotel or a Trump resort. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I've been to the Trump Hotel in Washington, D.C. I think twice, maybe three times. It is a magnificent hotel. And you can tell the people there love their president. They're very patriotic. It is wonderful. It is fun to be at that hotel. So I shouldn't go to that hotel? But I don't pick the hotels events are held in. I don't pick the hotels. For all I know, it could be a Marriott. I'm glad they picked the Trump Hotel. But these these idiots at Media Matters actually think Trump needs our money. Trump's losing money as president. He's not Obama or Michelle or Gore or one of the Clintons. He didn't come in office to make money. He made his money already. That's the sick part of this argument. They say Fox News figures have helped enrich Trump by speaking at events at his properties since he announced his presidential run in 2015. Those personalities are Fox News host Tucker Carlson, Greg Gutfeld, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, Mark Levin, Janine Pirro, Fox News host Diamond and Silk, Fox News digital politics editor Chris Steierwald, Fox News legal analyst and commentator and Fox Nation host Greg Jarrett. Fox News contributors Denine Borelli, David Bossie, Sarah Carter, Nigel Farage, Newt Gingrich, Mike Huckabee, and Alveda King. Well, that Alveda King, we always know she's trying to rip people off, isn't she? How ridiculous. And Fox News contributors Jason Chavitz and Sarah Huckabee Sanders are scheduled to speak at events at a Trump property in October. And numerous Fox News figures have helped enrich Trump through social visits, social visits to his properties, such as attending dinners, golf outings, and galas. For example, Fox News anchor Brett Baird dined at Mar-a-Lago and golfed with Trump. While Fox News politics reporter Brooke Singman tweeted that she enjoyed a visit to Trump Winery in Charlottesville, Virginia. You know what, i got to check that out. And Media Matters, in making this report, relied heavily on the work of reporter Zach Everson, whose 1,100 Pennsylvania newsletter covers Trump's businesses. I'm trying to remember that one of these events I was invited by Hillsdale College to speak. Unpaid, of course. One of these events I was invited by Young Americans for Freedom to speak. And it was an event in honor of my mentor and former boss, Ed Meese. I spoke for free, of course. There was another event I don't remember which facility they're talking about. So I shouldn't go to these events because they're Trump hotels or so forth. It's a small fraction of the places I've been. This shows you how demented the left is. This shows you how uh, pathetic. Media Matters is and how they get away with this. And they're you understand they are a tax exempt, nonprofit, nonpartisan organization. That's how they get their tax status. There hasn't been a single piece in the New York Slimes, the Washington Compost questioning how Media Matters gets a tax exempt status. You know, all those years that Obama and his hoods were going after the Tea Party. Nobody ever goes after media matters. that's amazing, isn't it? And so this is their great story. I'm surprised it hasn't shown up in the pages of the New York slimes where they uh they're 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 really uh they're hooked they're obsessed on sick sex scenes that never happen. They could work that into you know uh, into one of their events or they can unleash one of their anti semites to report on me uh, being at the trump hotel but i was proud to be at the trump hotel and other trump facilities they're very very well run very very well run and i hope more groups have events at these hotels many more many 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 more i'll be right back mark lovin Ladies and gentlemen, only two weeks left for the summer inventory clearance sale from Chaminade is here. Right now, when you order Genisol jawline treatment, you'll get the classic Genisol for bags and puffiness free. That's right, free today. Here's our friend Beverly from the great Huntsville, Alabama. OMG. I love this product. I saw a difference almost immediately and would recommend to everyone if they have a problem with their jawline. All Genocel products are amazing. Using MDL technology and Chaminade's proprietary base, Genesel's new jawline treatment specifically targets the delicate skin around the neck and jaw for tight, healthy, younger-looking skin. Results guaranteed are 100% of your money back, no questions asked. And To start seeing results in 12 hours or less, Genesel Immediate Effects is also free. Order now and their legendary collagen builder, free. Call 800-SKIN-604-800-SKIN-604 or go to Genesel.com. That's three free gifts with your order, limited time only. Call 800-SKIN-604-800-SKIN-604 or go to com. That's com. Boy, our call screen is always filled up. That's a good thing. People are always engaged. Like Max, Palm Springs, California, the great K N W X. Go! W Z, I'm sorry. Yes.
5: Yes, it's it's great to talk to you. Hey, I want to give you a quick analogy. The reason why they only picked the last 200 years' data for climate change is because they don't like what the past says. Paleontology is very clear about what the historic temperature or climate was on the Earth. If I went to the bank and said to the banker, hey, I want you to give me a home loan. But I'm only going to let you look at the last five minutes of my banking uh, data, they would tell me I'm crazy. That's exactly what they're doing here. They're cherry picking because they know that the climate change from paleontology is very clear that it has nothing to do with mankind.
0: Mm-hmm. Well said, succinctly and very well said. Thank you, sir. Going right down the line, Kevin, Great Falls, Montana. XM satellite, go.
4: Mark, it's an honor.
0: Thank you, sir. Um,
4: I just wanted to say, sorry, uh, with all the rhetoric that we hear every day, we never hear the facts about the CO2 levels and the increase that has taken place since the early 1900s, and it's around 100 parts per million. And so I'm just inviting anyone to convince me that one ten-thousandth increase is the cause of man-made climate change.
0: Well, sir, I must introduce you to Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd is an expert in all matters, particularly this. He doesn't want to hear anyone who disagrees with him. He said so. I can't have a man-made climate change denier. All right, my friend. Thank you for your call. Steve, Sandusky, Michigan. Sandusky, Michigan. Sirius Satellite, how are you? Um,
4: thank you. I'm going to Joe Biden and his son Hunter went to Ukraine. He got a billion-dollar contract over there. He bragged about it. He yes, sir, it but over. did he
0: stay at a Trump hotel? That's the issue.
4: I know. It's only a billion dollars, though, right?
0: Yes, exactly. Did he spend $312 on a hotel? I don't know.
4: His rooms are cheaper than anywhere else around. <laughs> that airport's been used for, you know, five years prior to Trump landing there. And then he threw his son Hunter over in Air Force 2. So China got a $1.5 billion contract over there.
0: Well, let me tell you a little secret. This Sunday, I have the great Dan Bongino on Life, Liberty, and Levin. And the following Sunday, I'm going to have Peter Schweizer on my program, and we'll be exploring all these issues. What do you think of that?
4: I think it would be wonderful. The Clinton Foundation, you really want to go deep.
0: Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Bob, Madison, Wisconsin, the great W-A-T-W. Go.
4: Yes, Mr. Levin, um, you have a great show. Thank you. Um, You know, they
0: do call me the great one.
4: Yes, they do. I know they do.
0: I don't know who they are, but yes, they do.
4: Yeah, I listen to your show every night. I watch your show on TV
0: every
4: Sunday night. So Um, I'm calling about Orion. Um, I just, you know, I'm just giving my opinion. Um, Yes. I think it's just time that we um, have a military response. Um, I just think we've gotta uh, really hit them for two or three days, and uh I think after that they 'll probably start behaving for a while um you know
0: no no um, no after that they 'll be crapping in their uh in their turbans because uh many of them won 't even exist anymore
4: you think if we bomb them that um you know with cruise missiles and that that a war is going to start i i don't I don't think they're that stupid. I don't think they're going to... They don't want to war because they know what would happen. They would be... I
0: mean, Look, that, that, here's the truth. Our CIA and other uh, entities know a hell of a lot more about Iran's vulnerabilities, vulnerabilities than we do. <clears throat> we can never be sure what the reaction is going to be. But we do know this. They do not have nuclear weapons today. And we do know that in the future, unless we stop them, <clears throat> excuse me, they will have nuclear weapons. Now, the president has said... On his watch, they're not getting nuclear weapons. Well, that's fine, but it seems to me that if we're going to prevent them from getting nuclear weapons, uh, I don't think we can wish that. I don't even think economically we could pressure them to prevent them. They view this as the end all and the be all, and they are moving, sprinting toward that objective. You
4: know, I know that our intelligence, I know they know that, you know, they have these deep bunkers underground. I mean,
0: they're not down there... Let me tell you what I think, and I could be way off. I think if Iran ever truly threatens the existence of Israel, of Israel, which is relatively close when you look at the size of the planet, that Israel may have to use tactical nuclear weapons to put them out of their misery. Because of what you just said, these bunkers are so deep into the mountainsides of that country... It will be difficult to get to them otherwise.
4: You know, um,
0: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not encouraging this.
4: No, I know me either. No, I, 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 just think, I don't know. We got to do something with the Iran because if we don't,
0: but they're so far away, sir. What do we care? I want to thank you, Bob, being sarcastic, of course, for your, uh, for your call. Very much. Oh, we had great callers tonight. I want to thank you all. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel, and all you folks who protect us. Thank you very, very much. I cannot wait till tomorrow. Join us, the Tea Party, on the West Lawn of the Capitol, 11 a.m. And join me right here tomorrow night. God bless you.
6: From the Westwood One Podcast Network.